The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about support systems and their importance in dental school, how to make a smart decision about where you go to dental school in terms of evaluating your support system, and then also keeping up with that support system during dental school. So I hope you all find this episode interesting and helpful. Let's get into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we're going to be talking about support systems, but before we do that, we're going to get into our intro for the week, our recap of what life has been like in dental school the past couple weeks. So two weeks ago, I did my fall favorites episode. Last week, we had Kat from Harvard's Dental School talk to us, and this week, we have our new topic. So that means we have two weeks to recap of school. So The week of September 12th, I had a lot of appointments and I did a ton of assisting. It really wasn't above the requirements. It was the three that were required, but that feels like a lot because that means I had my four patient appointments and then three assists. And that's when I ran into the issue that I talk about in a vlog that's going to go up soon. But basically there was a miscommunication between a patient and I and I canceled the appointment and they thought we had the appointment and they were there and then I wasn't able to see them because I had already gone home and by the time I came back they didn't want to stay for the rest of the appointment so it was definitely a learning thing on my end and I'm seeing that patient this coming week so hopefully things have smoothed over and we can start fresh and have a good dentist patient relationship going forward But the rest of that week was fine and I was able to get a haircut, which was fun because I'd been really wanting to get like my layers redone in my hair. So my hair is still pretty long. It actually almost looks longer because of the layers, but I was stoked about that because I'd been wanting one before all of our fall events and the conferences that are going to come up in November. And then we also had some socials for the different organizations that I'm in, like informative socials where a dentist or somebody else is presenting but there's dinner and drinks and everything and then we were also pretty busy in September that week and then last week with clubs membership cycles starting over so we were picking people for the different conferences district six and national leadership conference for ASDA but we also had all of our new members joining and we had the Turner's Trot 5k through ASDA as well as tailgates every weekend So it's just been a busy time when it comes to ASDA events and just trying to 
stay on top of everything with clinic and extracurricularly, but it's been fun and I've still been able to fit in a lot of workout classes, which you all know makes me very happy. So that's really the major recaps, just more patience and trying to fit everything in amongst all the ASDA craziness the past couple weeks. It's going to start to slow down. We still have consistently full schedules, but the administrative work that takes hours and hours really all happens these past couple weeks with getting the new members turned over, removing people that are no longer members, adding in the new members, getting them registered, paying for different things, registering people for the conferences, paying for the conferences. All of that just takes a lot of time, which I'm happy to give and I enjoy it, but it does take up a lot of time. And I did do another test case last week, so I guess that's the last like notable thing. Actually, there'll be two notable things from last week. So we start off the week with a lunch and learn on the 19th of September, which was fun because a lot of times our ASDA lunch and learns are by like sponsor kind of companies that are recruiting usually for DSOs. We try to also have some private practice dentists come in as well, but the DSOs provide money for our chapter to do things so they also come and talk to us but this one was cool because it was about nutrition and then this coming week we have another one about occupational wellness about different stretches and exercises that you can do to prevent injury as dentists so we're definitely mixing in some other type of content as well so it's not all sponsored presentations and then on Thursday last week I went to a dinner with state and national legislators through the Washtenaw District Dental Society. So that was really cool. There was five of us students there and probably about 20 dentists and then five legislators, some from the Congress, some that are local representatives, some that are state representatives, but it was really cool to talk to them and make them aware of the issues facing dentistry because some of them really didn't know much about the problems going on with insurance or other things and then some of them did but don't have the solutions per se but it was nice for them to become aware and to start brainstorming with us potential solutions and how the government can play a role in something that is private which is insurance but they can possibly mandate things like is happening now in Massachusetts if you're not aware definitely look into that they're trying to pass a um bill on the ballot I guess it's not a bill it's like a votable initiative on the November ballot that insurance companies need to use 85% of their profits towards the benefits of their payees so of the people that have the insurance plan which just leaves the rest of the money for covering administrative and paying their employees in the insurance company versus right now we don't even know what the percentages are but people are making millions of dollars as salaries when insurance really should be a non-profit industry so that is that and then I like I said I did a test case this week that's the last thing that we'll recap and it didn't go as good as I hoped like I had really high expectations even though it was my first challenging filling as you guys know I've done two restorative treatments they were both tiny restorations on the lingual like distal lingual or mesial lingual of lower anterior teeth. So it was pretty much direct vision, a little bit indirect, but you could still see what you were doing. There was no guesswork, but this was a class two on a maxillary premolar, number four, and it was DO, so distal. So there was a lot of times I just like couldn't get the burr where I wanted it to 
be. Like I knew what I wanted everything to, how I wanted it to go and why I wanted it to go that way based on like the different properties or retention or whatever it may be. But being able to execute it, that's the challenge, right? That's the skill. That's why we're in school. But it was challenging. And I passed the test case, thankfully, but I just wish I did better on it. So it was pretty discouraging. Like that whole afternoon, I was just like not in great spirits because you you just want to be better. And when something doesn't go well, it's just discouraging. That's all I can say about it. But if you ever have those times, know that, of course, the first time you do something, especially something hard, it's most likely not going to go well. And that's how you grow. That's how you improve. I'm sure every single class two I do from now on is going to slowly get better and better, but I had to test case it because I don't have any other guaranteed restorative work planned. I have one patient that needs a lot of restorative work, but they have to get a bunch of teeth extracted mid-October, and then after that, in theory, we can start all their restorative needs, but who's to say if they're actually going to come for the extractions, let alone after that, once their pain is gone, continue with the restorative work. So I'm not banking on people showing up if I haven't had something to indicate to me that they're actually reliable based on how many patients I've had no show or cancel or stop treatment. So I'm not holding my eggs all in one basket, if you will. If I have a chance, I'm just going to test case anything, even if it's my first time doing it. And test case just means that it's graded and it's my grade for the semester for that component of clinic. So I got a low grade as one of my components for restorative. We have to do two test cases a semester. So I still have to do one more and that could potentially raise my grade. But either way, I'm glad it's out of the way. I'm glad I don't have to redo it. I'm glad I passed it because that would be even worse having to explain to a patient that you failed what is in their mouth and you have to redo it. We would redo it for free, but still like I wouldn't feel as confident in my dental student if that happened. But that is all of our recap, so now we'll get into the main segment, talking about support systems. Alright, let's get into it. So I have a few different things I want to talk about with this topic. Hopefully it all stays on topic and doesn't go in circles too much Like we go from one thing to the next. I'm going to do my best to present this to you all in a logical way. But basically why I wanted to even talk about support systems is because, as I've said in a lot of episodes, I feel like that is what has made dental school good and great for me is the people I surround myself with, how I choose to spend my time, how I manage my time, and what I put into my schedule. And a lot of what I put into my schedule is spending time or making time for people in my life that are important to me. And that can include people outside of school and people inside of school. So I'm going to give you guys examples of my support systems and then give you some kind of thought questions for figuring out if the dental school you're going to is going to make sense for you to be happy and feel supported. I don't want to say it's impossible to be happy and feel supported if you go away from home, if you go away from your current family and friends, because that's absolutely not true. I know a lot of -of out-of-state students at Michigan that are really happy here, but to be transparent, I also know some out-of-state students that are not happy here. So we'll get into that later, how you can kind of evaluate if going somewhere away from your current support systems is going to work or maybe not going to work. But before we do that, if you're not really clear on what I mean by support systems, I just want to give you examples of them in my life. So for outside of school, of course, for my immediate family, it's a mom, dad, and my sister. 
And even though my parents are in Michigan, part of the year, as I've explained to you all, I still usually only see them every couple weeks, I would say. Maybe like every two or three weeks, I'll pop home for a weekend and see them. And then my sister lives out of state, so I really only see her probably a handful of times a year. Um, more often around the holidays, left often around the rest of the year. I just made a trip out to see her over Labor Day weekend though, which was so fun. Finally got to visit her in Wisconsin for the first time. All the other times we've been meeting up at my parents' Michigan house or my parents' Florida house. And then aside from my immediate family, I would say my other main support systems are my boyfriend, my roommates, my friend from college, and then within school, my other support system is definitely the Christian Dental Association. We have our bi-weekly Bible studies, and that really helps ground me and refocus me and just put things back into perspective if I'm ever getting too bogged down about one specific thing. It really helps to reframe my mind and remind me of my why, my greater purpose, even beyond dentistry itself, but also within why I'm in dental school, what kind of life I want to create for myself and my family, as well as what I want to do to serve patients in the future. So it's a really holistic thing that I gain from CDA, the Christian Dental. But the other people I mentioned that are outside of school, my friends from college, so they would be example of people that I don't see a lot that are kind of long distance virtual friends. Some of them, about now, only a couple of them are in Michigan, and then a couple of them have moved out of state for jobs or for different graduate programs, so we really only see each other maybe once or twice a year between all those different friends. I'll meet up with them individually probably once or twice, and then we might have a group hangout once in the year, and it's crazy saying that now that I'm grown up, if you will, because these are people I would see weekly in college and some of them were my roommates so I saw them all day every day (laughs) but now it's just different and I think that's a testament that it's totally possible to maintain relationships with people that you don't live by and don't see a lot so I'm definitely not trying to say that you can't move away from friends and family because these people are still a great I guess outlet for me to rely on when it comes to stresses about school, stresses about life outside of school, confidence boosters, reminders of what I'm capable of, what I'm great at, things I've gotten through before if I'm in a challenging situation. Those are kind of times I rely on my support systems, but it's not even just when you need something. It's almost also keeping life good, keeping you happy, keeping you at a chill pretty level standard but good state is having those friends and family that make life enjoyable and that for me a lot of those moments those conversations those jokes whatever it may be are just casually throughout the days throughout the weeks and most of that happens over the phone to be honest with my friends and family and then my boyfriend and my roommates I see more often um, as I talked about before my boyfriend lives out of state for work but lately he's been hybrid so he's been in Michigan more often throughout the fall which has been great and then my roommates I see all the time and they're also I would say merging into the things in dental school (laughs) that provide me support and make my life enjoyable but because it's my home away from home it's my dental school home I also kind of 
see them as outside friends because I know that I'm going to keep up those relationships even when I graduate. So before we get into the questions and I guess examples I want to give you all about evaluating your support system, especially if you're in the pre-dental stage and you're deciding where you want to apply to schools, where you want to go to school, I do want to refer you to another episode as well. If this isn't as applicable to you, that one definitely will be because it's all about keeping up those relationships during dental school. So again, that's friends, family, partners. And I posted that right around Valentine's Day of last year. So around February 13th, I'll try to put the episode number in the description of this podcast if I remember, but I think it's literally Dental Download Podcast, Relationships in Dental School is the title. So I'm sure you can search it and find it, but that is something to look out for that's similar but different than this episode if you want more info or something more along those lines. So what can you consider before choosing a dental school? Look at your life right now, whether you're an undergrad or in a gap year or you're non-traditional, like who are your core people right now? And once you have identified those people, are these people moving with you? Are you already married or something? Or are these going to become long distance family and friends? Or are they already kind of long distance virtual family and friends? Because that can make the transition a lot easier if you're just moving to a different place that's still not by them. You're going to be more used to communicating with them virtually versus if you're leaving undergrad and you're leaving your college friends and you've always just hung out in person and watched shows together in the evenings and cooked dinner and you catch up at the end of the day in that way, you'll have to go out of your way to ask them, hey, do you want to FaceTime while we cook dinner tonight? But you might have different schedules in the future. So it's just harder to sometimes line things up, especially to get that face-to-face or over the phone chat you might end up having more of a texting snapchatting catching up relationship rather than real-time talking so it's something to be aware of so that you have proper expectations I talk about that a lot as well on this show is your expectations going into dental school because mine were certainly way too high and just different like life in dental school for me has been great lately but at the same time I just thought that things would be different than they are, and I'm totally happy with how they are now, but myself years ago would have still been confused, I think, of how I don't have like a core, core group of dental school friends that's like a lot of people. I have friends in school, don't get me wrong, but I thought I would kind of not drop everyone else in my life from previously, But I just thought I would have like a group chat of like, these are my ride or die people and it's 10 or 12 people in my class. And that's just not my situation. There are groups like that in our school. There are plenty of friend groups, plenty of like close-knit, almost family-like groups, but that's just not my situation. And I think that that happened because partially I put so much time into my relationships outside of school and partially because of the way we started with COVID and being online and me not moving to Ann Arbor and everything. So it's a mix of things. But <laughs> nevertheless, circling back to what I was saying, being aware of how your systems are now of the people that support you and the people that you rely on for enjoyment and happiness and conversation and socializing and support in life 
Is that going to be the same when you go to dental school or is it going to change? Regardless, it's going to change a little because your life is going to be changing and you'll have to adapt the friendship around that or the, the relationship around that either way. But it's easier to do if it's still a similar relationship to what it was before. And then the next thing is think about how you can create a family-like unit at dental school. And then side note to that, how to not feel guilty if you don't. I already talked about that with you guys a couple seconds ago when I said that I don't really have a family-like unit super hardcore like I thought I would. I don't know what I thought I would have, but I know it's not what I have now and I'm not even trying to bash anything like I'm very very happy do not get me wrong I just thought it would be something that it's not and I think I just had unrealistic expectations in that way but I do know people that are that close and I think it's if you're coming from out of state living with other people that are also out of state so that they're not going to be going home to their parents every weekend Or if you're single, live with other single people. If you're in a relationship, live with other people in a relationship. Like you want to live with roommates, first of all, I would say is a no-brainer in my opinion because I think that is the first way to get yourself out of your comfort zone and start making new relationships within your dental school. But I also think that you want to live with people that have similar goals as you do when it comes to socializing and when it comes to interests in forming deep friendships if people are going to go home a lot or people have a partner that they're going to be seeing a lot or you just have very different interests like you're probably not going to form a very deep friendship which is fine like you can be cordial with everyone in your class and I definitely feel that way but if you need to form a kind of dental school home away from home you're going to want to be strategic about who you place in that home who you live with. And at the end of the day, I just want to end all this off by saying that you really only need one, maybe two people in your corner. Sure, it's nice. Like I was saying, I thought I needed like a big group chat of like 15 people, but I don't. And that's why I'm still so happy because I have my core people in dental school and I have my core people outside of dental school. And that's all I need. And even if you only have one person, that is a-okay because if you're there for them, and they're there for you, that's really all that matters. And the final thing is that at the end of the day, you are honestly your biggest fan, or you should be if you're not. So let this be a reminder that although you can spend all this time putting energy and love into other people and into relationships, hopefully they're giving that same level back to you. But if they're not, or even if they are, it's so crucial that you develop the self-appreciation, the self-motivation, the self-drive to push yourself through those hard situations, to coach yourself through tough times, to encourage yourself through tough times, to give yourself grace when you don't do well, like I was talking about in the intro, being super discouraged. I had to work myself through that even though my own support systems were being super kind. No one's words like got me out of feeling discouraged until I myself made the decision that I had to get over it basically like my roommates being supportive my boyfriend being supportive whatever it may be as nice as that was that they were being kind to me like I had to be the one to pull myself out of that situation it wasn't a super dark terrible example but a lot of times that's necessary it's nice to not be isolated and to have support 
but you're probably going to find that at the end of the day it comes down to you and you being in your own corner no matter what so let that be a reminder that you have to take care of yourself and support yourself above all other things because you are the person that you have you have your one body you have your one self for the rest of your life your one brain your one mind your one soul so you want to take care of it you want to encourage it you want to nourish it you want to grow become the best version of yourself and that will help you to live a happy and fulfilling life i think so we'll end on that positive cheery note i hope you all enjoyed this week's episode next week we're gonna have another guest and that is another dental student i believe from marquette's dental school so hope you're all excited for that one and i will talk to you next monday